Thanks for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg. Greg, how you doing? I am doing especially well today, Russ. Really? Yes. Why is that? This is a, a special week for me. Well, it, it's been a fantastic week. First, I celebrated my wife's birthday. Oh, and then right. right. That's right. And you, you got to do that in Vegas. So that's very cool. We did do it in Vegas. And we nice. also celebrated our 26th wedding anniversary. Oh, 26. Nice. 26 years. We're still madly nice. in love with each other. And we still <laughs> do vacations. We, we, uh, oh my gosh, we have so much fun together. Um, and I, I think back. You know, it's because, you know, on these anniversaries, right, you think back like, oh, totally how we met, you know, <laughs> what, what the dating was like. And she was kind of telling stories. We actually pulled out some pictures of when we were first dating and stuff. And we like immediately said, wow, we looked a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad thing about those photos. It's great yeah, for memories, like, but they're like, oh, man, <laughs> I still look like that. <laughs> The 26 years have passed by very quickly, but you see it uh, <laughs> when you look back right, at the pictures, right. you definitely see the differences and stuff like that. But th that being said, my wife is beautiful. You know, 26 years of marriage, my wife is absolutely still gorgeous. I think she's the, you know, most attractive woman in the room when we go out. And like we were in Vegas and I'm going, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. Right, <laughs> you see all these people around, and I look at my wife and I go, "I'm so lucky." I, I definitely uh, traded up somehow. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I feel the same over on my end. It's like uh, somehow you know my wife too. I do, I do. <laughs> Greg, there's something I've got to tell you. No. <laughs> No, you know, I look at I look at the photos of my wife, and she's she's just as good looking now as she was. And it's like, what happened to me? <laughs> it's like I, I had hair back then. I was I was a lot skinnier back then. I, man, what what happened to me? <laughs> That's why we do an audio podcast, Russ. Exactly. We got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, when uh, I look so back, and when we first met. It was more of a traditional way of meeting, which I, I don't know with the pandemic and everything, everybody going more remote, people don't have as much of the opportunity to meet the way we did. We met working. We, uh, right. we, we actually yeah. worked together for three years before we ever went on our first date. Three and years. Wow. We worked together for three years before we ever went on a date. Uh, but we got to know each other as friends before... You know, we ever we ever went out, which I think mm -hmm. gave us a huge advantage to kind of starting our relationship. Oh yeah, and that's what we want to talk about today. <laughs> is how, as as a business owner and you know somebody in the workforce, mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. do you go about dating nowadays? And it's it's kind of changed. So luckily, yeah, totally. yeah, luckily we have somebody that can really help our listeners help. Uh, you know, all the people that are in that situation where they're business owners and getting started. We have Kuhn Geron with us today. Kuhn, how are you? I'm doing amazing. Glad to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Talk to us about what did I just experience for the past 26 years and, and how do I go about this? But before we get into that, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah, so I've been an entrepreneur since 
age 20, 22. And I used to have an affiliate business. So I used to create websites. So I had my own websites and I would get visitors to those websites through SEO. So I would have um, articles that were ranking on terms in Google and then people would come to my websites and then they would um, be able to read and compare certain products to each other. So we would compare, for example, let's say microphones or computers. And we would say, like, if you want the really best one, you should pick this one. So that's the business I used to have. And I, I lived in multiple different countries having that business and everything was fine and it was enjoyable. But at the same time, I noticed I was running into a problem. Because one of the problems is that when you're an entrepreneur or when you're a busy professional, you notice that it takes up a lot of time if you want to excel in a certain area. So just like other people, I had to also put in uh, the hours. So I was working 60, 80 hours um, a week. And that means that you have to sacrifice on other spectrums. So one of the things that I had to sacrifice on is like going partying, for example. Like that's just not in it anymore if you have like a very busy job or a very busy business. So I realized like, hey, my romantic dating life is going um, worse than before. And also I had my own company and I, I worked remotely. So I didn't necessarily have like on, on board staff that was like um, physical, physically there. So there was also no colleague, dating colleagues. It was also not the, <laughs> in the scenario, right? <laughs> right. So um, that's when I realized that that was an issue. And then I realized um, I jumped on dating apps, right? Because that's the thing people do nowadays to go on dating apps. And I was, I was, I was looking around and I, I, I noticed like, hey, um, it's actually not going as well as I hoped. And <laughs> I, I'm not a horribly bad looking person. I know how to communicate with other people. So you would assume, hey, this guy is able to, to, to get things together and to have dates and all those kind of things. But that didn't really fully work out. So then I was frustrated <laughs> because I was like, how is this possible? I need to be able to do this. And then I was like, hey, if I'm struggling with this, there's probably also a lot of other people struggling with this. So that was the time where the idea of creating a business that helps entrepreneurs with their um, online dating really started. What a great concept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you found a need, and <laughs> you found a niche, and then <laughs> yeah. you filled it. It's perfect. <laughs> it's exactly what we need to do. So, okay, you, you do this. Uh, were were you the first client? <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, like at first, <laughs> like because I had the issue myself, right? You would have to you have to go into like, okay, so how do I solve this problem for myself? So then I analyze my situation, and I'm like, okay, so this is where I am failing, not doing good. And this is where I need to be. And what I need to be is in a position where I am able to get dates with um, people I'm attracted to on a regular basis. So that's like the end goal. So then you go in and you need to learn things because just because you want something to change doesn't mean it automatically gets changed. So I pretty much bought all the courses that were out there. I hired a bunch of people to give me advice. I analyzed all the conversations that I've had. And I went step by step by step by step to improve on the process of like, hey, how can I make sure that I'm getting the dates? But getting them myself is, of course, also a different story for getting <laughs> somebody else dates, right? <laughs> so that's also like, uh, it requires some time and effort. So that's what I spent, um, let's say, over a year learning how to set everything up uh, that's required, how to get good results for people like me, but also people that are not like me, right? Because um, I am a lot different person than somebody who is, let's say, 45 and who lives in New York, because right now I'm, uh, for example, in Europe. 
So that's a different type of market that, that you are um, as a 45 year old, because I'm myself, I'm 30 years old. So, yeah. Right. Before we go any further, I want to make sure we, we mm. tell our audience the name of the company is Hovalo. Mm. Yes. And, um, you know, we, we, we talked about the, the, uh, your business, but we didn't mention it. So anyway, go to hovalo.com people. So, um, you can, uh, learn why it, it helps all of the, uh, all the business owners out there to meet a match. Um, so I made a statement earlier, Kuhn, and I want your opinion on it. You know, I made a statement that I think people are not meeting as much at the workplace. Uh, I think especially now with the pandemic, but I could be completely wrong. Is that what you're finding? Is it is it tougher to meet in the workplace? Is there less people meeting there? Yes, in general, um, in general, there are less and less people meeting through other means outside of online dating. So online dating really ha- has took over. Like 30, AR, 30 years ago was nothing or like uh, 1%. And right now we're dealing with a situation where it's more than 50%. So all the other means have decreased and online dating has really increased a lot. And also what you saw during the pandemic is like everybody started doing work for home from home. On top of that, there's currently people who are not returning to the workforce in, in physical means. So they're just working from home, right? So if you're working from home and you decide to make that step, like that's um, a big chance of meeting a potential partner that's gone. Just like you, Greg, you met your wife through your through work. So like... All those people who are like, oh, work from home is very cool. I don't have to commute. Yeah, that's fine. But at the same time, you're also decreasing the chance of meeting a potential partner through work workspace. That's true. Yeah, I like when I was doing the fully like work from home. I saw my cat all day. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, happily married, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Not looking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to I want to you know talk to you more about this. I, I also I did a show uh, about online dating on on another podcast that I do, mm-hmm. and we talked about the profile and how like you should uh, set that up optimally. We'll get into that. I want to I want to talk about that, but uh, first we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. Are you? Uh, looking looking for a, a date well maybe you should head over to ovalo.com you, you might be able to find it and if you're looking for business shows well we'll tell you about more more about that when we come back and thanks for listening and subscribing to diy for business yeah i i started talking about this and then i ran out of music before uh, the break there i i couldn't tell you <laughs> to head over to Best Business Network because if you're looking for a good match there for a good podcast, see? See how I did that, Greg? Ah, I, ah. I was trying to do that and then I didn't quite accomplish it. I had to take a commercial break to, you know, get my thoughts together and come back. But uh, <laughs> I, li- I, like, I like where you're going with that. I like that. <laughs> took, a, took a little longer to get there, uh, but we did it. Okay, so we are talking with uh, Kuhn Gayron from uh, Hovalo, uh, and I hope I said all that right. Uh, we were talking earlier, like we, we mess these things up sometimes uh, with the names. So you, you, you really <laughs> hit us today with a, a, a tough first name, a tough last name, and a tough business name. So, man. Mm. You're, you're really uh, trying us out today here. Yeah, I'm testing Actually, you guys. It's you know? easy. Yeah. Yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's easy. Easy for everyone else. Uh, so, you know, I, over the last couple of weeks, I've actually, oddly, 
um, I, I was, I was talking to two, I have a, a friend who's a comedian. I have a friend, uh, uh, uh that I've, that I've worked with. Both of them have been matchmakers. And I, I had no idea that that was like a previous role for the two of them. It's interesting. Like there's this whole like matchmaker world that they've like told me about. Cause I talked to one and she's like, Oh yeah, no, I did this in the past. And we had like these databases of like all these, all these uh, people trying to match and specifically CEOs to people. And then the second one, same thing. It was like this busy lifestyle, having essentially an assistant take over your personal life. Okay. Now we've got also these apps that are doing that for you. Does, and, and, you know, Greg and I, we, we both, you know, met our, uh, our wives in person. Uh, there was a little bit of romance there. It took, it took Greg three years, uh, before you know, he got that first day. I think, uh, my wife and I, I think we, we started like at least hanging out after a couple of weeks of, of, of getting to know each other. She, she also, uh, worked with me. But like there was the bit of like this this romance thing of like discovering each other, seeing each other for the first time, all that. It, it, how does that change in this matchmaker and you know app world of dating? Mm. Well, I think you still have that, but then it's more towards geared towards like the first date, right? Because you don't have that like, oh, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to meet the person, potentially not seeing this person. And that tension, that's not necessarily there. So the only tension that, is going to be there is the dates that you're going to go on with this person. So it's those, but that can be like very intense. So that would be like more intense, but it's like, depending on how you schedule them, it can be more spread out or more and more um, focused, but yeah, it's like the a little bit similar to high school love and like getting love in the workplace. It's a little bit different because like, there's like a lot of tension building going on. Uh, there that's mm -hmm. also a reason why some people cheat with the with their co-workers for example because there's so much tension that's being built up over time over time it's not like you meet a person in the subway and you're like hey i'm gonna um, be unfaithful with this person no it's like the way that you go about it is you get exposed to a person over a long period of time and after that you're like oh i'm actually taking one step and another step i'm not condoning this behavior i'm just saying it happens <laughs> <laughs> I need a disclaimer on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Because you're working with people that are so busy, you know, on the mm. uh, business owner side, do you find that the relationships start faster because they kind of want to get going or they just haven't had the time to, you know, develop a relationship in the past? Is it, do you find that they go quicker because of how busy these people are? I think there's not that much of a correlation because it really depends on the person specific because some people, they will really want to take things slow. They might want to um, date multiple women. They might want to get into a situation where um, they take a very long time before they commit. And the other side of the spectrum is sometimes you just get a match, you hit it off and everything goes super fast. Um, so it's really depending like um, the person, what that person's experiences with, um, for example, if a person has had a lot of dating experience, that person will probably date a lot more versus somebody who okay. has only had like, let's say three partners in a whole life. That person will probably settle very, like a lot quicker. Interesting. The other the follow up question to that is because you're dealing with business owners, are you dealing with business owners with other business owners or is it like, who are you matching with and how does that all work? Yeah. So 
there's uh, the, uh, the way I often see this is there's two two different methods to go about this. Is one um, one is like you have you can see it as like a team where both parties are very ambitious and very striving for things. So you would, for example, have an entrepreneur that's dating, like, for example, a manager at a law firm or something like that. So a career woman who has reached a certain position and then she's like, okay, um, I want to step a little bit back from working, let's say 80 hours. I want to work a little bit less and then support the guy. But you also see guys that have the uh, who like girls more that don't have jobs, who are there fully to commit to them and to their family, for example. Because, yeah, that's also, there's also a family, right? So if you have a wife that has the ability to raise um, your children, that might be very welcoming. And if you have the means to support her and to support the family and you don't need dual income, then that mean, might be ideal. But at the same time, some people, they love it when um, you have dual income and um, she has something where she's very ambitious about. One thing is a very clear pattern is almost all my clients, they're like, I look for somebody who has some sort of passion or some sort of where they really, what they really like and what they really have a heart for. That's something that almost all the conversations I have, that's what they say. I need somebody who has something. So are you, uh, you you've, you've mentioned uh, uh men uh, a few times here as your clients mm. are, are is that yes. the majority of your clients yeah most right now we focus majority on on men we don't exclude women it's also dating for women it's a little bit different compared to dating for men so what we do at hovalo is we do everything for them what they would normally do on dating apps so we we don't necessarily say we don't work with a database. We work with the database that dating apps have. So mm -hmm. we work in a situation where we take over the dating profile. We improve their dating profile. Uh, we have the conversations with people for them. And then they, we get, reach a stage where they are open to get on a date. And then once they get on a date, we send a number over to the client. And the client um, gets on the date with that girl, woman, potentially man. But right now... That's the case. Right. So that's what we do. So, gotcha. if you're, so we don't work with databases. Mostly with men and matching them with women. How are you finding the women? Um, yeah. So we, the women that are on dating apps. So what we, what we do is um, right oh. now, a lot of people are on dating apps. So we use, we leverage having all those databases on dating, on dating apps there. And we do the cover. We have the conversations for the client. So we would, kind of be like ghostwriters for like a book, but we do the ghostwriting for somebody on his profile. So we get to know the client in and out. So we know exactly who the client is. And then based on that, we have conversations. We we don't have conversations for like months on end or like whole books or all that kind of stuff. Our goal is to just get some attraction going and get to a point where the woman wants to go on a date and then they have a date with our client. So you're essentially optimized, like uh, as you did for your business, SEO optimization, putting articles out there. You're basically optimizing their profiles on these various platforms so that they're more likely to be discovered? Yes. Well, yeah, so their profiles are better. So we we right. make sure that they have the right pictures. We have their, that they have a profile text that's not extremely bad. So we make sure that all those things are in order. And then gotcha. you reach... So then they get matches and we do swiping, right? So then there's matches that get made by the system that is Tinder, Bumble, or any other uh, dating app because those yep. dating apps have us goal to match people. Are you doing the actual 
like discovery or are you just, are you setting up the profile and they're going through the apps? Cause I mean, th- there's a lot of apps out there too. I, I, I learned that from, from the other show that I, <laughs> uh, that I did on this. There's, there's a ton of apps out there. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there are. There, so are, are, there are a couple of big ones, right? So like, yes, we're having right now, we have probably a 20 to 200 different apps, websites, and you call it, but there are a couple of the bigger ones. So the bigger ones are like Bumble, Hinge, Match, Tinder. Those are like the, the, the bigger ones. And then you have like area specific ones as well. Like some, some apps work very good in a certain specific uh, country. So for example, Facebook dating, well, in some, some countries it's not even activated and other countries, mm. the main main thing for dating, right? So you have a country specific or location specific dating uh, apps as well. So we set up multiple profiles or we take over that profile. The best case scenario is they already have profiles and we take over this pro- their profiles. Because when they have already have a profile, and they have already done texting. What we are able to do is we read their conversations. Of course, if we, if they allow it, we read their conversations <laughs> and um, we can emulate their way of talking. So we can copy their lines that they're saying to women. We copy them. We tweak them in such a way that it it's optimized, right? So we don't want to say exactly what he is doing because he's probably worse than us at texting. So we optimize mm-hmm. those messages, and but we're still able to have those messages. So just like you're ghostwriting a book, we're doing the ghostwriting for those people on their dating profiles. This is like a Cyrano. That's <laughs> like exactly what I was thinking, somebody, right? Yeah. yeah. Somebody uh, whispering in the bush to you so that you can say the right <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing wow. Steve Martin, yeah. but I'm seeing Kuhn. I'm drawing a blank uh, on the name oh, of that, that movie, uh, Roxanne. Roxanne, thank you. Yes, thank you. yes. Uh, <laughs> gotta love that movie. Um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting, and and you know, I mean, it, it, and and then again, it's like it it. it well, is it does that take away the romance or not? I, I don't know. And does that does it feel like? Do, do you ever like? you ever get feedback that it feels like trickery or it feels like, Oh, that was, you know, somebody else talking to me. That wasn't you. Do you ever, do you ever get that? Or is that, has that not been a problem? Yeah, there, of course there's always, um, there's always people who have that kind of feedback uh, percentage wise, right? Cause like percentage wise, mm-hmm. there's always going to be people who are, who are not agreeing with that. We always leave it up for the client. If they want to discuss this, yes or no. Um, do they want to tell the, the person if that's the case? And then you get into the whole situation like, hey, are you not portraying yourself different than who you are online? But the, the thing around that discussion is that everyone else portrays, everyone portrays themselves online. How you look on, uh, on, on Instagram is not how you really are. So there's a right. big, dif- di- big difference there, right? So even uh, let's say us, if we have a conversation through email, it's so much different to having a conversation on the phone or seeing each other in real life that you cannot judge other people by just the send the text message. So we're just trying to save them a lot of time to get the initial work that is required up front to take that away from them. So um, it, but yeah, it, yeah. And is it a person that's responding or is it like AI that's responding? No, no, no. It's a person. Like okay. we don't, because you're dealing with people's profiles. So our, our goal is to save them time, but at the same time be, uh, a high generate a high service. So we read everything. We don't send copy paste lines or anything like that. We give lines that make sense that we that work that we're yeah. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I feel a little better that it's not a robot talking to the person. <laughs> the robot right, was see better I... at dating than a human. We're yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> they probably <Yeah>. are. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to take another short break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation on DIY for Business. We are back with DIY for Business. Russ and Greg here with you today. Please go to electrocast.com. Check out all of the wonderful podcasts that we have on the Electrocast Network. And for the business shows, Best Business Network, check it out. You know we're going to find something good there that's going to help your business. Oh, yeah. Today, we're talking to Kun Gehran, the founder and CEO of Hovalo, a dating app for mostly for ambitious business people, entrepreneurs, business owners. And before the break, we talked a little bit about how you guys are basically tweaking, editing kind of the the posts that are going on these different dating apps for your clients. And I have a, you know, my business mind's going crazy here. My business mind is going, <laughs> how do you hire people? How do you interview people that you know are good enough to do this and pull this off? I want to know <laughs> because they must be geniuses at dating. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So there's, um, when I first started the business, I gathered a lot of knowledge. So I kind of know most of the stuff that's related to, um, that's related to that's required for the business, but that's a very good point because that's also some things that I ran into because at a certain moment I realized like, okay, so what makes an attractive face, right? Cause like, if I'm going to tweak a photo a little bit to make it a little bit better, right? what should I add it? What are the things that I need to change in order to make a photo better? So then you come out in this niche market that not a lot of people write about or all those kind of things because it's very specific and not a lot of people need it. It's kind of like, how can you turn a normal person into a model? Well, there's not a lot of, there's not a gigantic market for that in, in, in certain ways. In other ways there are, but it's not like a cream that you put on your face. It's more about like, how, how does photo editing work? for making somebody the most attractive. So that's, I, I, I went down the rabbit hole and analyzed all the things from a golden ratio to like how the jawline needs to look and what kind of things work for a similar person, for, for, for different people. So I'm able to analyze people's faces to a degree that most people are not. But wow. what about hiring people to actually execute all that? Yeah, so there goes a lot of training in, in, in that. Same with the texting. So for with the texting, I've, I've made a whole course about that explains all the knowledge that I have or most of the knowledge that I have regarding texting that um, I run people through that get hired for the texting part. So they get a deeper understanding about, okay, so these are the things to pay attention to. This is the way to do this and this is the way to do that. So they get a, they start from having a normal baseline of knowledge to having a deeper understanding. And then there's like, videos where you get a breakdown of text conversations from A to Z and explains how different um, theory works in practice. It's a, it's a lot of work to, to figure that out, especially the photo thing. But I think there's some low-hanging fruit here, uh, potential advice that we can give folks. As I mentioned earlier, I, you know, I, I did this other podcast about uh, uh, online dating, and it was just like I learned so much. <laughs> and I think that podcast went on for like, I don't know, we, we, we talked for like 90 minutes because I was like, this is a whole new world, something that, you know, a, a different world that I'm not in. But the interesting thing about it is applying this stuff over to the business side and like, you know, 
like, oh, well, optimizing profiles, using the right photos. Like it's the same sort of thing, like your business profile, right? Like make your business profile look good on, on you know, uh, Google or, you know, Facebook or wherever you're putting your business profile. Um, uh, but one of the low hanging fruit pieces of advice that, that I learned was don't have a photo with a giant fish. <laughs> that's that's funny that's the typical <laughs> that's true this is it's actually um we had a i made a video for a tiktok recently and the, the video was an analysis on zach afron's um instagram profile and how if we would create his dating <laughs> tinder profile how his tinder profile would look so we pick like we pick oh, like nice. 46 photos that we recommend but we also we also pick like one or two photos that we don't recommend and one was with a big fish <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So if somebody, let's say, you know, they're just out there, they're, 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 they, they're in this position, they're looking for something, they, they want to set this up. If they're setting up their, their profiles, just let, how about a a couple of tidbits of advice to help them? And of course, this is, this could lead to just calling you, but uh, let's, let's give them some, some simple, uh, simple advice to help them out. Yeah, reality is that profile is the most important thing. So uh, you can text whatever you want, but if you're not getting a match with somebody, there's no texting, right? So it's very much required for meeting people that your profile is just good. And I'm going to be honest, um, guys kind of need to work harder and cannot do certain things that girls can. So for example, while girls can get away with having three photos that are like selfies with pretty decent lighting, Uh, guys cannot get away with it. So there are some things that you can and cannot do. So in general, we recommend heavily against doing things like selfies. Don't make selfie pictures. So make sure that the other person is taking the photo. While another person is taking the photo, it's best if you um, have a blurred background this works with photos, but this also works with video, right? So for example, when I'm making a video for YouTube or whatever, the goal is for me to be in focus and the background is out of focus. So the person automatically turns their eye towards me. It's also very important that you're well lit up. So if, if the picture is super dark, that's not good. You need to be the person, you need to be the item that's most lit up or the, mo- the object that's most lit up in the picture. Another thing that works very good is having pets. Like that's just hijacking stuff. Having an animal in a photo is just, um, is just the best thing. But of course, you still need to look attractive yourself as well. So there are like, even though you cannot have a cute photo, cute dog and then have the worst possible angle for you because that just doesn't work. So there it's it's quite hard and a lot of people mess up with picking photos so actually one thing that we do with photos is we have the photos tested so we have other people analyze the photos women women analyze the photos of our clients and they rate those photos so we actually get data on like which photo is the best performing photo so it's not like oh i think this photo is okay no 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 we actually have people saying like this photo is good because of this reason and this photo is bad so that way you can use more data regarding which photos to pick and which photos you don't you should not pick. Now that actually makes me think when you're choosing the person that's rating the photos, are you trying to choose a person that the client would be attracted to? Like, you know, the, mm-hmm. like as far as preferences go so that, you know, you, you kind of have a match because I, you know, you talk to women and one woman loves a tall guy, one woman loves a short yeah. guy, one woman loves yeah. tan, one, you know, so do, do you try to go through that analysis and trying to figure uh, yeah. out who's going to rate the photos? 
well, yeah, we try to make it a little bit towards like, okay, um, we don't try to use, we don't use people like women at our age 50 and above for a client who's let's say 45 because that's just not realistic so we try to um do it pretty towards the target audience but reality yeah. is that um beauty is somewhat universal in some ways right so if right. you have a photo and some things are off then you um, a lot of people can spot the things that are off or when they see two photos which one is the better looking photo compared to the other one so yeah. yeah, you know, what, what keeps coming into my mind is the, the, the busy business owner or entrepreneur doesn't have the time to set up the profiles to, to try to find somebody. Uh, once they found somebody, do, do they even have the time for the relationship, you know, to, to make time for the relationship? Like that's, it's almost like you need a, you need a spinoff service of a, some sort of counseling. <laughs> to, to oh, sure some, some sort of date service where you can send your girlfriend to. You need a ghost dater now. Yeah. <laughs> Ross, I think you got well, a new business. Right this must be, this so, must be a know? huge advantage to using your service. It's just saving time for these business. Yes. Business okay. Owners, so right? an interesting an interesting statistic is that the average dating uh, user is spending 45 hours per month on dating apps, 45 oh, wow. hours. So wow. as, a, as a business owner, if you want to spend that amount of hours and you calculate how much money you're making, you're thinking like, okay, so let's say the bare minimum is like a hundred, hundred, hundred dollars an, an hour. Then you're talking about four and a half thousand that the person is, um, the person is saving. Right. But there's wow. tons of business owners who's, rate is like a thousand so then you talk about forty five thousand um this dollars so, that they're spending it's so fascinating to me these topics where you know like greg and i like we don't know anything about this <laughs> you know, like, yeah it's know. like yeah <laughs> like you're you're saying app names and i'm like oh, i've heard a couple of those i haven't heard of all this. you know like <laughs> we're saying it's such this world that we don't know about so it's so yeah. cool to hear these these facts yeah. of this data and 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 all this information uh uh, about all this it's it's just yeah you, you probably have seen light bulbs going off uh, in my head as this as, you know it's like whoa that's that's a crazy data point it's 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 totally interesting well the interesting thing about this russ is like you're not there yet but my daughter is on the dating apps and oh, right. she, she actually met her current boyfriend on on an app Oh, and, okay. And the reason why I know this is because we were on a family vacation, you know, over the summer. And why is she on her phone so much while we're doing this fun stuff, right? And we're having a great time and she's on her phone so much. We go, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm this new guy I'm meeting. <laughs> and she's going back and forth chatting it There's up. your 45 hours. Yeah. It, it was 45 <laughs> hours of vacation right there. And, and it yeah. worked out and she's now dating him. Okay, that's well, there nice. you go. <laughs> so I have a little bit. I have a little bit of exposure. Gotta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's plug the website one more time if, and uh, kind of what uh, what the next steps are if if somebody wants to uh, uh, join up with you on this. Yeah, if you're interested, you can go to hovalo.com. That's H-O-V-A-L-O.com. Uh, we can jump on a call and we can check if there's um, any way for us to help you out, save time and get better results than you're currently getting by yourself. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. This is a lot of fun. 
And thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing DIY for Business, a part of the best business network and Electrocast Media. The subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow. And, and I guess in this one, helping your personal life grow as well. Uh, all of the information provided is opinion-based, and you might want to consult a professional to discuss your exact business situation. Uh, Greg and I want your company to succeed, and we are happy to take your questions. Uh, we would also love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. If there's an area where you need solid business advice or help, let us know. Just head over to DIYforbusinesspodcast.com. The link is in the podcast description, but it's really easy. Just DIYforbusinesspodcast.com. Head over there. Hey, we thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing to DIY for Business, where you are not alone. Welcome to Entrepreneurs Exposed, where we dive into the stories of visionary entrepreneurs revolutionizing the workforce. Our ongoing mission is to showcase founders and creators doing amazing things in business and beyond. If you're a founder, CEO, tech enthusiast, or someone generally interested in startup land, join me, Adam Levinter, as I dive into what makes an entrepreneur an entrepreneur. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever wonder what your life would be like if you let go of your inhibitions? If you freed yourself of all the shame you felt for anything you ever did that somebody else told you was wrong? If so, maybe your mind is bodacious. I'm Yvette Lopez, a former Playboy model with a wild past. Join me and my guests from the worlds of celebrity, professional sports, and professional sex on the Bodacious Minds podcast. And always, be smart, be sexy, own it. Electric ass.